Hey, and welcome back to Game Talk. I'm your host, Damon B. And today I'm joined by Connor. Hey, guys. And Ranga, once more, our special guest. Hey, everybody. And interestingly, you know, we recorded our previous episode with Ranga back in April, but I just now got around to releasing that episode. So the listeners will be getting a double dose of Ranga here. So, how yeah, it may that. feel like just moments for you, but it's been months for me. <laughs> right. Essentially, yeah. Months of waiting for Sonic Frontiers to come out. Patiently. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. And I, I think we will talk about Sonic Frontiers at a later date. But the reason I have gathered the two of you here today is to talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So there was a lot of anticipation leading up to this game. And when it finally released, right, their Twitter got bombarded with clips of like really poor performance and weird glitches. And instantly all of those became memes, of course. And I saw this and I was just like, oh, my God, Game Freak is so incompetent, blah, blah, blah. They're the worst. How do they keep messing up Pokemon like this? But, you know, begrudgingly, because I always do, I bought the game. And I must say, I freaking I, love it. I'm deeply enamored. Yeah. I yeah. I haven't had this much fun with a Pokemon game in a really long time. And that's not to say it's without flaws. Obviously, the performance is bad, and there are a few other things. But I but it, I haven't been able to put this game down. It, I've it loved it. feels like, to me, like the evolution of Pokemon. No, it's, it's the Pokemon for. game I always wanted as a kid. So just, yeah, just to set... Set the scene up for me. I grew up all the time. I would go to my grandma's. I think I was up there like once a month. And I had my two cousins that I would sit down. And we'd just be sitting around my grandma's uh, table playing our Game Boys, playing Pokemon. And that was like all the time. Well, Scarlet and Violet came out this weekend. And I was like, guys, I'm coming up. We're, we're going to do this like we're seven years old again. But this time, we had the Union Circle, which is just an incredible implementation of multiplayer in a Pokemon game. Yeah, you essentially, up to four people can jump into the same world and just run around together and catch yeah, Pokemon. No, I was like, it, it was kind of, I mean, it wasn't like Pokemon Go, but it was like similar where like, I don't know if you remember Pokemon Go when it first came out, people, you'd be walking around the store and people would be like, dude, did you see the Charizard up? Yeah, the, how could I forget? No, it, it was a lot like that. Like I would run into a new Pokemon and I'd be like, guys, you got to come over and check this out. And they would like actually see me in the world and come over and check it out. And uh me and my, one of my cousins, one of us was a little behind, so we didn't really battle him a ton because it just didn't feel fair. But one of them, we like treated each other like rivals and we'd battle each other every couple gym leaders. And we were Oh, that's like, pretty cool. Yeah. And we were just like trading vi wins on that in a pretty fun way. And our teams were extremely different. We, we took totally different routes through the game. Like that's yeah, that's another point I really want to bring up, right? This is the truly like first open world free form Pokemon game where you can essentially I mean, like obviously like some things are gated off by just the level design, like the terrain of the world itself, yeah. which is really neat, right? Like I definitely think this game took cues from Breath of the Wild in, in its exploration and its world. It certainly Granted, tried you know, to. like it tried to, right? It didn't yeah. do it quite as well as Breath of the Wild, but I think it's pretty impressive for a Pokemon game, and it's certainly a great first step. Because no, I can it, only imagine yeah. them iterating on this from here. It, it did, like, it did everything kind of right. Like, like there were, like, tiny missteps. Like, my, my friend Kaylee pointed out to me that we do miss out on this game. There's no, like, interesting areas like the, uh, the spooky forest in Sword and Shield. And I think that that, like, is really the only thing from past Pokemon games I missed here. Is like areas yeah, with any I, I, I get anything what you terribly mean, yeah. unique, and like it had some stuff. 
Like there were, I remember areas of this game. I, there's an area, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but there's an area that I walked into and I was like, oh, I'm in the Altus Plateau from Elden Ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, I didn't get that yet. Oh yeah. Or maybe I did. Like down to yeah. like the golden trees and everything. I was like, oh, huh. they played Elden Ring. <laughs> but you know, like, I mean, we, we talked about it before, right? Like this, this trend, I want to say maybe like design philosophy set forth by breath of the wild that you know we're seeing come up in games like elden ring and now even pokemon right and i think it's really exciting because it this design philosophy allows for so much flexibility and different ways of like progressing through the game like Like, i've found myself many points in the game in areas where i definitely should not be pokemon were like 10 15 levels higher than me and it was a great challenge right like i yeah, always I was complained about pokemon, pokemon yeah. being too easy right well i could just tackle things out of order and yeah. make it challenging for myself and that was beautiful right because it wasn't like a difficulty toggle or anything i could choose to adventure in like unknown lands and no, you know I, I deal s- with the difficulty i saw so many complaints about the gym leaders not scaling to you and I think that genuinely would have kind of ruined the game if the gym leader scaled because I was able to like just kind of skip the early gyms until the end of the game. Yeah, and then by you just come back so, and eradicate them. Yeah, but I was able to give myself an actually hard game by like actually, you know, setting my difficulty in that way. Like I didn't do the I think the bug gym leader is like the easiest one and I didn't yes. do it until like the very end. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just wasn't over there. I didn't go to that area. <laughs> so... So this is the first time Pokemon really adapted. Well, I don't want to say first time, right? Because Legends Arceus also sort of did it, right? Right. But and I, it, you two have played a lot of Legends Arceus, right? And I have not, so maybe you guys. Oh, can you speak didn't on play it better. at all. Like barely, like maybe an hour. Oh, it's, right? it's worth so, playing. It's fun. It's really good. Yeah, I, I, I plan on getting back to it. I like Scarlet but, and Violet more than Legends Arceus, though. Uh, for the record. But what I wanted to point out, right, is like. We, we mentioned that you could tackle gyms in any order, right? But, like, gyms are only one of the three primary sort of objectives in this game, right? That was so a you really have, nice addition. You have gyms. Yeah. You have these Pokemon called Titans, right? Which are, like, giant Pokemon that you defeat, and once you defeat them, you get a new ability for your Pokemon companion slash vehicle that you use to tra- <laughs> traverse the world, right? Which And we could talk about that, too. And the third type is like a uh, like a team rocket esque like base clearing, yeah. right? which I think is the least interesting of the three. Maybe yeah, it also but, mechanically and writing because I I want to point out the writing around the Titan storyline. Yeah, it's really good. It, it's I, I don't know neat. if I'd say really good. It's really good for Pokemon, but it is oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all like, that's with a caveat for Pokemon, right? Yeah, like, but like I I maybe teared up a little bit, like. I mean, yeah, if you've got a pet, like, you're going to be feeling that storyline. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's very, like, I, I played through the second Titan, and when I when I saw that cutscene, I was like, oh, we're not doing gyms anymore. <laughs> like, I, I just... Yeah, you get emotionally did. involved, which is yeah. not a thing that happens in Pokemon Yeah, that's often. not ever happened to me in Pokemon no, before. No, not at all. And, and I want to say, like, the scale is right in this game. Like, there's no world-ending stuff going on, which, like, I, I kind of liked in Ruby and Sapphire when I was a little kid. But like, it's a little now, cartoonish. No, it's a yeah, lot cartoonish. I'm, I'm super. Yeah, like there's no ten year old trying to save the world here. You're just a kid going on an adventure, and that adventure, like helping your friend do a thing they really want to do. Yeah, that's the true. Gyms, and like, they nailed it. Yeah, like everything that the like the protagonist in this game does is stuff that a, like a child 
would theoretically do a, a provided that they're allowed to like run around on their own. But like the problems that they're doing, they're tackling are not like, let's take down a criminal organization or, you know, let's, let's combat climate change. It's yeah. let's, let's have some relationships with the kids in our school and like deal with their problems and, and like go to class, which is actually, you know, I found out you get stuff from going to class. So yeah, I it, go to class. Out. I need Very to, late. yeah, I need yeah. to check that out. Cause like, okay. So what I will say a big negative in this game for me, at least, which is the same negative in pretty much every Pokemon game. is just like the tutorials make me like want to like bash my so head long. against well, the wall. Okay. Right? But not all of us had to play through them three times. <laughs> right. That's true. So yeah. I do my th- so every generation I play through each tutorial three times to trade over starters so I can play through the game with three starters because I guess I'm, spoiled and want all three and don't want to have to choose one but how did you did you use pokemon what i will to say, do that or did you buy both games i no, i i used ranka to do that oh, okay. i just traded to him and then restarted my game but uh so it, the beginning of the game you know was a slog like every pokemon game is but then you get to the school and then it's another half hour slog of yep. unskippable dialogue and i was just like please I, the, god let the this start end. didn't bother me that much like the opening was annoying but then the opening and then they let you be free for a little bit and, and then, then you, they hit they you with bring another you back to the school minutes. yeah yeah but then it yeah, really just opens like, up and it's, it's much yes. more After tolerable that, if you only do yes. it once though yeah 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 <laughs> right of course yeah but, you know, yeah, after the school section, things really open up and then you're just sort of like, it's just, you know, like you're, you're a kid in a candy shop, right? Because, right, like they do the thing where the map is littered with objectives, but like you can just go objectives run feel good to do and you don't have to tackle them in any order. I spent very little time looking at the map, too. Like, I yeah, just you can just run to. around, explore, I like, right? I'd ra- you can I'd do that thing that you do in Breath. Like, exactly. Yeah, I'd see you a can town, do the I'm thing you do in yeah. Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring, where you see something interesting, go over there and, you know, check Dude, it out. Yeah. It's been extremely fun. I also, I don't know if you guys have been doing this, but I'm actually going for the complete Pokedex in this game. There's only Ooh, 400 nice. Pokemon. Uh, I think I'm at 220 right now-ish. Huh. And what I will say is there are over 100 new Pokemon, which is a very high number for amount of new Pokemon. They yeah, it's kind of incredible how many there are. like Gen... F- Oh, yeah. Gen five, I, I believe. I like so. to do only new Pokemon in my uh, same in my playthrough. Yeah. I will say what I think is really funny. My um my starter, I went with Sprigatito. Nice, it, nice. It's just been an absolute background character. Like I, I have. It's been on the team the whole time, but I never use him at all. <laughs> he's just he's pretty strong. His he's extremely strong. Form, yeah, like he he. But he's my last resort. Uh, the one that I've been using right. constantly is uh, Armor Rouge. I love Armor Rouge. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That, Which that, one is Armor Rouge? That's the, uh, um, it evolves from like the little fire kid. Yeah, oh, Char, okay, okay. Char, Char Cadet. Yeah, thank you, Char Cadet. Yeah, I have Char Cadet. I haven't evolved. Yeah. Apparently he evolves into two very cool forms. Yeah, so and on it depends on your you version. Yeah. So oh, I'm playing okay. Scarlet and I got Armor Rouge. I'm waiting for my cousin. Is that to trade Fire them. Psychic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's like a special attacker and it's, it hits really hard. It's a it's a strong sweeper. It also has a shockingly high defense, which is very nice. And Makes it, sense they, with the armor they, thing. Yeah, they look cool too. They look very cool. They look like Mega Man Battle Network villains. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm yeah. really into it. Do you guys want to talk about your teams? Yeah, dude, go. Yeah, for sure. It. So I mentioned that like I have all three starters, but I do try to generally just use my primary starter, which I went with Fue Coco, the little fire crocodile thing. And I must say, I'm very pleased with its final evolution, right? 
fire ghost crocodile and it's not like a biped which like most final evolutions tend to be right yeah. it's like it actually goes on all being fours a it looks to being on all fours yeah, right yeah it's like monstrous looking and i'm a big it's fan cool. and it's like it's like a singing crocodile too so it's like weird like that as well um so i'm a fan have you been nicknaming your pokemon I generally don't nickname unless I'm doing a Nuzlocke. I typically don't either, but I did nickname the first 150 or so I caught in this game. And then I got tired and stuff. Oh, man. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of names. Another mainstay on my team. So I, like, the second Pokemon I caught was a shiny Lechonk. (laughs) So I I evolved that into an Oinkalone, which I much... I don't like Oinkalone as much as Lechonk. Let's just be no, real No, it doesn't here. look very good. Like Lechonk is like an S-tier Pokemon, but yeah. Oinkalone, not so much. Uh, but, you know, it's a normal type. Like, it hits pretty hard, but, like, it's definitely not, like, a superstar or anything like that. Uh, let's see here. Who else do I have? I have a dolphin. <laughs> I forget its name. Ranga, maybe you can remind me. Oh, it's like uh, Finian or Finison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that, that yet. So, and, and apparently it evolves into like a this like superhero form or something that has like legendary level stats like nice. sometimes. I don't uh. know, it's kind of weird. So, I got to evolve that thing. I also have a uh new Tentacruel. I'm still bad at remembering names. Oh, Toad's you know, Toad's Cruel, Toad's Cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's see what else. I've got the new uh Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah, Palmite. The, the electric Palmite. fighting type. Or have you evolved yeah. it all the way up? Y- yeah. The yeah, latest evolution. Such a pain. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was annoying to evolve, It was extremely but. annoying. But uh he's 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 pretty strong. He's really yeah. strong. I was I really fan. wanted him off my team after he evolved. Like I just wanted to get that evolution because I knew it would take forever. But then I saw his stats and I was like, ah man, he's gotta stay. Yeah. It's his, pretty nice his signature too. move too. Revival blessing. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy move. It's yeah, that has come in clutch a few times. I for think it's sure. probably going to get banned in competitive, which is a shame. But yeah, and obviously, so I still like occasionally sub in my um, my Quaxley and my uh, Sprigatito final evolutions. It's easier to remember the first forms, but yeah, because they're and they're, and they're very strong, right? So like like you said, Connor, they're kind of like reserves that I keep yeah. in the background, and I try to rotate in like other other Pokemon. I also have a um, that fairy steel type, like that hammer Pokemon. Oh yeah, Tinkatuff. Yeah, the the evolution of Tinkatuff, right? So I oh, have the Tinkatink. final form of that, and she's very strong. Yeah, yeah, like uh, she has like a really strong steel type move called like Metal Hammer or something, oh, yeah, where she I know. just like yeah. bashes. I, yeah, I, I'm intimately familiar, unfortunately. Oh yeah, right, same. Yeah. That thing gave me some trouble. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, big fan of her. Uh, I think that's about it, unless I'm forgetting someone. Yeah, in general, that's my team. But I do like to keep a little bit of rotation, because, like, obviously, I haven't seen every new Pokemon yet. If I see something cool, I might want to add it to the team. So it's not exactly, like, fixed as of now, aside from maybe my starter and, like, maybe a couple others. But, like, yeah, I do generally try to keep, like, a rotation going. I keep my rotation pretty low until I beat the Elite Four. Uh, Same. My my team it's Miascarada, which I I named nicknamed Sativa. Uh, <laughs> nice. It's I don't use it a ton, but a Grass Dark is a, a decent typing. It's so it fast. It has that crazy 
move that crits every time. Yeah, it has a like, <laughs> yeah, flower trick, I think it's called. Or, yeah. Yeah, and it, it crits every single time, and Meowskarada is also extremely fast, so that move has saved me so many times. It comes in very clutch. Um, very early game, I ran into a shiny Flamigo, which is just a Flamingo. Uh, I don't know if that'd be... It's a Flying Fighting, which is an interesting typing. I don't know if that would be a stay on the team if it wasn't shiny, though. Yeah. Uh, I ran into a shiny, or more like a shiny Cyclozar ran into me. I didn't even see it, but the battle started and I saw the shiny animation. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that's, that's crazy. That's, that's another so one lucky. I don't know if I'd keep on the team because I don't love single stage Pokemon, but same. I'm not taking a shiny off my team. Uh, Claude Zire, absolute goat. Love Claude Zire. That's the evolution of the new Wooper. And it's just right. so tanky and it's a ground poison. And, uh, it can tank super effective moves, and I just need that sometimes. So <laughs> he's a mainstay, and he knows Earthquake, which is pretty good. Armor Rouge, obviously, really just because he looks cool, but he is pretty strong. Uh, Fire Psychic, and then Palmot, which I was going to take off the team because I don't really like the way it looks. But the stats are pretty good, and I my team is mostly based around looking cool right now, so I needed some high-stat Pokemon. <laughs> And a free revive. Yeah, and a free revive. Yeah, I haven't beaten the Elite Four yet. I actually lost on my first attempt. And uh, I'm Okay, have... so Ranga is the furthest in this game out of the three of us. He, you, yeah, you've beaten the Elite Four, Ranga? Yeah, I beat the Elite Four, um, so I am now champion ranked. Um, nice, nice. But there's still some more content I need to do afterwards. Yeah. So for context, I have around, I think, five gym badges, and I just finished the last Titan. Yeah, I've finished all the Titans and all the gyms. I am, like, standing outside of the last Team Star base, I think. I oh, interesting. So you took on the Elite Four before finishing off the Team Star stuff. Yeah, I don't like the Team Star stuff very much. I actually just wasn't going to do it. but I It's definitely, something. like, the weakest of the three main pillars oh, of this yeah. game. I mean, there's got to be a worse to... one, right? Yeah, I figured it would level me up easy, though. I don't, I'm trying to avoid using, like, EXP candy. Oh, I, I stuff that stuff down my Pokemon's throats. Uh, like, I, I, I to, use those for lower level guys to bring them up to speed pretty quickly. I use it yeah. to evolve stuff to complete my Pokedex, but other than that, I don't really use it. I, I'm going to use the a lot of it in the post game because I have a lot of Pokemon I need to evolve. But I was just kind of waiting to unlock the five star Terror Raid battle so that I can get a bunch of like the nice candy. That's true. You do get a whole bunch of candy when you do those. Yeah. Um, yeah so my team is a so I put. Quaxly, so I've got nice. my Quack so Wable. All three. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I have eggs of the other two, but they've yeah. just been chilling in my bank. I'll evolve them for dex purposes later, but and I might be using them like post-game stuff, but um, but I played through with just the one starter. And I'm I didn't use only Gen 9 Pokemon, but I did only use Pokemon that I hadn't used before on a playthrough. Yeah. So I had a Talonflame on my team, which was cool, just because I never got to use it and I thought it was really cool. And I know it's like an older Pokemon, but I don't care. Uh, yeah. And then I had like uh, I had a whole bunch of birds for a while because I had a Corviknight <laughs> and a Talonflame and a Quackwable for a while. So cool. Yeah, I just Corvinite's had like sick. mad birds, and I never played Sword and Shield, so like that was a brand new Pokemon to me, effectively. Yeah. Um, and then I had uh, like the Olive Pokemon. Um, oh, starts small. out as starts out as a small Olive, but it's like a really good special attacker once it evolves. Really? Uh, so yeah, I had I had that one on there. It's got good stats. Um, and then let's see, what else did I have? I had oh yeah I had the rock salt Pokemon the like the um, Garganical yeah is that supposed to be pronounced like Nackley or something like I, I know, know that it's a, like NaCl it's a pun on sodium chloride but like yeah, yeah. that's what I've been saying Nackley yeah. um, and then and then I found the uh, I found what I think is the game pseudo legendary 
uh, ice as well. dragon thing. Yeah, the ice dragon. Yeah, thing. that thing's tough to beat. My cousin has one. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's just super cool. And then let's see what else. I have. I need like a. I need like a psychic type. I had that ostrich, and then I just got bored of it, got rid of it. But it's pretty good. Uh, man, more birds. More yeah. birds. Yeah, that's the thing. I would. I would have been up to like six birds. No, I was. I was really heavy on fighting types for a long time. And I, yeah, yeah, just yeah. I didn't. Yeah, move. I had the fighting starter, so I didn't really pick even like think about picking up any. Yeah, yeah. Quaxley was my second pick for uh starter but i, I just love the weed cat the weed cat's pretty cool i just Honestly, couldn't turn down how so cool the having played with the three of them i'm pretty sure sprigatito is like the best one like he his final form is just it's pretty so good strong like, it is it's really strong i will say at the beginning of the game though you're staring down the barrel the, the closest two gyms that you can fight are bug absolutely not and grass. Okay. Well, I guess I have to. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of a neat like inversion, right? Because generally, the grass Pokemon has the easiest time with the first gyms in yeah. most Pokemon games, but like not this time around. No, yeah, it's yeah, like Gen yeah. two. Stuck between a rock and a hard place in this one. True. But true. I, I'm kind of curious. So, Ranga, what was the last Pokemon game you played before this? But not counting Arceus, like the mainline games. So that's kind of weird. I I really fell off hard after like Gen Four. Um, I think I remember playing a uh, White version, but I didn't really get super into it. Like I just sort of played through it because I felt like I had to. And then there was a long time when I just didn't. I was like a filthy Gen Oneer, and I was like I would play like Fire Red and Emerald, and that was it. Um, and then. I recently picked up my 3DS and played Pokemon Y, um, just because oh, okay. just because I felt like I needed to get back into Pokemon uh, before playing Legends Arceus. Uh, like I, I just I felt like I wanted to play Arceus, but I wanted to have like a recent experience with a mainline Pokemon game because that just sort of felt right to get me back into into that. Um, and I played that, and then I played uh, Shining Pearl, which was fine. Uh, did you like Y? Yes, I did. It was very easy. Yeah. And the plot was like nonsensical, but I just like Mega Evolution. I think it's cool. Yeah, uh, I like. Okay, why. so in so effect, you missed only two Pokemon generations. Yeah, I missed seven right? and eight. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I was just curious to get, especially from like your perspective, right? Like now that you're back into Pokemon, Wait, like no. And plus, you so, seven and up? eight, didn't you? Uh, oh no, because you did go back and play Y. So you missed Sun and Moon, and you missed Sword and Shield. Yep. Okay. And I, and I, I played confused. like like the like the remake in Gen Eight. Technically, I played Shining Pearl, but like, uh, yeah, but it's it's yeah, too that, uh, close yeah. of a remake for that to really exactly. Yeah, it didn't have like any Dynamax anything. So like, you I didn't get so Dynamax. You must so have bad. been like you know like inundated with like even more new Pokemon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything like after Gen Six was new to me. Effectively, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, there were a few things I encountered in Arceus, but other than that, like, I, I was like, what's that thing? You missed out on some very cool regional variants in those two games, though. True. But now, yeah, it, was, it was really, really refreshing to, like, come back to all new, like, effectively almost all new Pokemon and, like, an, a completely new play style. Um, and, and funny enough, like, I, you know, I played Arceus as, like, a, as like a warm-up primer to that. Um, so it was also, that was also my first open world game in a long, long, long time. Uh, so I, I really felt like I had a lot of games preparing me for Scarlet and Violet, which really enhanced the experience a lot. Um, and yeah, I've been I've been grinding that game hard. Yeah, Scarlet and Violet has actually made me kind of want to revisit Legends Arceus, honestly. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, especially me, right? Because like I haven't even really played it yet. So there are a few things Legends Arceus gets really right that Scarlet and Violet doesn't. And that's, yeah, that's kind right of a, here. That's a shame. Like the battles in Legends Arceus, you probably remember me talking about this on the podcast, but the battles in Legend Arceus are so fast. They're like lightning quick. And uh they're quicker than they used to be in Scarlet and Violet, but they could be better, definitely. There's there's like weird pauses all the time during battles for no reason. And that is Scarlet. true. I think I think what Scarlet and Violet tried to do was sort of average out all the good parts of the franchise into one game. You know, like you guys were talking about how like the exploratory mechanics of Pokemon Go where you're like walking around with your buddies and you see something cool and you call them over to also see something cool. Like they tried to incorporate that with the Union Circle. They tried to have like the open world feel of Arceus and like having like ride Pokemon sort of optimized better than Arceus by having all of them all the like the mounts that you have in Arceus are combined into like your legendary motorcycle Pokemon uh, but they but they, they also sort of have to be a main series Pokemon game you know so the the battles feel a little bit more draggy than they right, can in yeah. Arceus where you have more options and like they, they sort of expanded the system yeah I just I don't think the changes to like the battle system they made in Arceus are what made it feel so much quicker though like the animations were just snappy. that's true like that's true there was no waiting, and that's what I want. I like I like the changes in, to the battles in Arceus, but I yeah, you're right. This was a mainline Pokemon game. I just wish like I think the best possible Pokemon game sits somewhere between Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet, and it you know the the quicker battles are. Yeah, you're probably right about that. And I God, I'm I'm so afraid because Game Freak has such a strong tendency to just throw away everything <laughs> before and they start make the over. Next yeah, game. and if they would just keep. Like, I I really I mean so like if you think about it right like we Arceus and Scarlet Violet were all this year, which is crazy, right? And I think this yeah, is yeah, no, they were of, in development at the same time, so like Scarlet and Violet couldn't learn right, anything yeah. from Legends Arceus. But really. I do think this they is could. their first. This is basically like the transition from like the two D games to the three D games. The, I think this is another level of jump like that, where they're, they're saying that this is what Pokemon is now. What I'm really afraid of, though. These are like critically and among fans, I think the lowest rated Pokemon games of all. Yeah, time. that's crazy to me, right? Like, and, and I, I, I think it's I because think of they the are wrong. Like the performance like, issues. It is because of the performance. Like, it's everybody's grading them very poorly because of the. See, performance. I don't know. Like, and I think this opens up a better, bigger discussion that. about like how you review a video game. But like, I don't like aggregate like every single thing and then score after that right it's no, like how you it's make about it feel. exactly how how do you yeah, feel at experience the end, right? like, like and if like the experience I, i'm is, about to drop if the experience take. is so good that the technical issues don't even matter then like it's a it's a great game you know as far as i'm concerned i'm about to drop a take people aren't ready to hear the performance issues in scarlet and violet are significantly less severe than the performance issues in the pc port of elden ring significantly so less severe i Okay, so what I will say is that all those crazy clips and stuff I've seen on Twitter, nothing like that has happened in my game. Yeah, well, because what's going like to blow up on Twitter is the stuff that is sensationally exactly, bad, right? Right. Yeah. No, those people are definitely running their Switch under a blanket. But also, like, I, I will say, I I'm curious what you guys are doing. I have not, like, played this docked almost, like, ever, right? Like, I almost, like, I'm always in a handheld It's, mode. it's yeah. better handheld. I've played it docked for the big stuff. The big stuff. I would stuff. want on a TV. Like, battling, when I would battle my fr my cousins, I would put that on a TV because it looked nice. And I knew it was going to run well because it's just a battle. Uh, and, like, the Pokemon League I wanted to do on my TV. But, like, 
the the moment to moment gameplay i play handheld because it runs better i also have restarted my switch every couple hours which i i swear this game has a memory leak i think it, it does yeah. it does it does every once in a while and that's very patchable uh which is yeah nice. still no still no uh patch yet since release or like i haven't noticed one if it has come out yeah but but I just, I want to say, like, there are a lot of people throwing around the word unplayable to the That's an exaggeration. Yeah. It's objectively wrong. Like, those people clearly never tried to run MMOs on their family computer, yeah. like, in the early 2000s. Like, unplayable is, like, when I would walk into a loading zone, and I would get up, and I would go eat dinner, and I'd come back, <laughs> and the loading zone hadn't finished yet. Like unplayable was when i fell into the water in a game and because i had an outdated graphics card i couldn't see anymore I j- my screen just turned blue when there was supposed to be transparency like there's nothing unplayable like a, a turn-based rpg has to be so bad for it to be unplayable and pokemon scarlet 99 percent of the time isn't anywhere near unplayable now i did hit i got very frustrated one time i was in the middle of a lake and a lot of Pokemon spawned around me, and it was, like, really choppy, and I accidentally ran into one, which started a battle, and I was, like, thinking I was going to be in this battle for a long time, because the game right. was running so slow. And that was that was egregious, but, like, I got out of it. Like, it was just annoying. It didn't ruin the game for me. Yeah, I haven't had anything that was, like, even approaching game ruining you know like n- i would nothing that i would call yeah. unplayable the worst things i've had would be like a couple of like textures wouldn't render right or uh you know you would just look like you're riding around on an invisible motorcycle for a second and then you change your camera angle and it's fixed yeah. like now, now is it unacceptable from the highest grossing media franchise yes. in the world yeah probably but it's it doesn't ruin the game the game is still so fun that i think it i i would still yeah, yeah i remember like in this case yeah, right like fun. Sorry, go ahead, Ranga. Oh, I was going to say, I remember like looking at the initial reviews before getting it and seeing the spread being so mixed. Um, and the, the, you know, a lot of them would say performance issues, performance issues, performance issues. Very, very few, if any, of the reviews criticism were about gameplay, right? And then I looked up at the very, very top, and you know, there were still perfect reviews coming out, hundred um, percent, despite saying, yeah, there's a lot of performance issues. The game looks kind of bad sometimes. Uh, but this is still the most fun I've had in a Pokemon game in a long, 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 long time. And I've heard so many people who have said that. Uh, and, you know, I think that that's really speaks a lot to like the heart and soul of the game, right? The actual experience that you have playing it. Yeah, it, it, it's got heart. Like, it doesn't feel like lazy in the way that Sword and Shield sometimes did. Like, it it really feels like. And BDSP always did. That they could. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It, it, and it does, like, I don't know. You see the. You can really clearly see the rushed development in in Scarlet and Violet. There are a lot of rooms where there will just be a Pokeball uh, sitting in the middle of the room for no reason. I've seen it a few times throughout the game. There's one. There's one in the opening house. There's one like sticking out of the door. Um, I actually had one appear in one of the terror raid battles. I think I had one in a a fairly story significant cave. And these are like, from what I've heard, they're reference markers that developers use to scale oh, everything. Wow. They just and didn't take them out. supposed to be removed before the game wow, comes out. Wow, I didn't even notice and that. And they just never got removed. That's crazy. And yeah, that just, they stick out like a sore thumb once you see them. It looks really bad. But yeah, so th- this game just clearly like, and that's something that would take 10 seconds to remove and they didn't have time to do it. So, so stuff like that makes me think that maybe there were like significant changes made at the last second 
that meant that they did not have time to optimize this game because that optimization tends to be towards the end. And there's there's also just a lot of stuff that's just not true that I keep seeing. Like I, I see people saying like, Oh, the game runs bad because it loads in the entire open world at once instead no, of it doesn't. No, chunks. No way and that's like, true. No, there's no way. The Switch doesn't have enough RAM for that. The game won't even launch. Like, that's just an insane and like I hate to say it, you can see that it doesn't do that because the game has a pretty significant yep. pop-in problem. <laughs> like Yeah. So yeah, these people are just wrong and they're just spouting stuff on Twitter and getting a hundred thousand retweets. <laughs> That's more of a Twitter problem than a Pokemon problem, but it annoys yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I think where I come down on this is that, like, yeah, sure, there are performance issues, like, more egregious than any other Pokemon game, but at the same time... I'm surprised Nintendo didn't, like, throw a fit about it, honestly. It makes I'm not surprised, and the reason I'm not surprised is because it's Pokemon, right? They know Pokemon... This was the most pre-ordered Pokemon game of all time, right? So, like, this, yeah. <laughs> this... It doesn't matter. The performance issues don't matter, for better or worse, right? like game freak can release another game like this and we will all eat it up myself included right oh I, i'd buy it yeah i would buy no i mean like you could take me back knowing everything i know about this game and yeah, i'd still spend 60 dollars on it because it it was where so I was getting fun at, right like the positives so heavily outweigh the negatives right because this really is the next step in pokemon that i feel like i've been waiting for right like this it, yeah the same thing I said about Elden Ring earlier this year. Like it was so yeah, good. Yeah, you see Pokemon, that I through right? It like despite the like issues. obviously it's still a little basic, right? But you see Pokemon just chilling in the overworld. You can just walk up to one. It doesn't cut to a different like arena for the battle, right? You just throw out your Pokemon in in the overworld. They battle, right? And then you can catch it all in the overworld, right? That's that's and, so good and for not immersion, just right? In the open world, like. They yeah, they stuff. run around. Like, they like go in groups. Yeah. yeah, slack off, hang from trees. Yeah, they like chase each other around. They yeah. But like this, this framework is what I've always wanted Pokemon to be. Right, like the the world and the Pokemon and the adventure all integrated into one awesome package. Right, and like this, yeah. this. Oh, is, and the people that are this like, is it right, and it's only going to get better from here, presumably. The people that are obsessed with having their Pokemon follow them around to have the best version. Yeah, of that you can do that with the Let's Go mode. You can actually like send out your Pokemon to go do some. Yeah, stuff go gather resources, auto battle, get like one XP per battle. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, and it's not about the it. XP; it's about the stuff and you get too. And it's just sort of nice to see him running around. No, and if you do it like like the shiny hunting in this game is going to be true. so easy because you can just send out your Let's Go Pokemon. They don't burn PP in that mode, so you don't have to worry about true, that. True. And uh, you just let them go until you see a shiny. <laughs> yeah, you know, one thing I am would be interested to see metric wise is sales numbers after release because you know a lot of people pre-ordered it obviously um but i wonder how many people there are out there who are maybe more casual pokemon fans who were thinking about buying the game were on the fence about it saw the performance reviews or the just the the, the reviews I think the, that honestly tank. i think it's the opposite i think there's positive word of mouth about this game right like in, in non-critic I circles i i don't because everybody i know that hasn't bought it yet like, everybody I know that's not played it is, like, before I talked to them, they were saying, like, I don't think I'm going to get it. The performance is so bad. Yeah, I think I that, know, I mean, we, of, Rank, we know people like that, too, and we've convinced them to buy it, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> but what buy, I'm saying, like, yeah, I've yeah, I, yeah we convinced some yeah. of them, too, but, like, I think that the Twitter outrage is, a, like, immediately a lot stronger um, and, like, takes talking out of. So if, you, if you're just, like, a, like, just a guy and maybe you don't have a bunch of friends who play Pokemon... Right? I don't know how big of a percentage of sales that actually is, right? Just like the lone Pokemon players who don't talk to other Pokemon players. 
Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I am curious, yeah. right? Because like the people who actually play this game that aren't, you know, critics, like every everyone's opinions have been similar to ours, right? They're they're like, oh my gosh, this is an addicting new way to play Pokemon. Right? For sure. And I think that word of mouth versus the Twitter word of mouth, it's interesting to see which one will that guess, get up be though, more so. relevant. But like, I don't know. Like, I get the feeling this is going to be like the best-selling Pokemon game of all time. Like, I think it's it's on trajectory I mean, every, to do that. Every Pokemon game. Is yeah, like, I think that's, that just that's happens actually over not time. true. Some generations do really? better than others, right? Sword and Shield was huge, uh, but I sincerely hope that this one is the the next. Because I mean, it's like it's almost like a soft reboot. Like they even did Scarlet and Violet, which is just another word for red yeah. and blue. Yeah. Like they they felt like a soft reboot for the franchise, and they got everything right in this game, other than performance. Like it's just yeah, I love it. I I couldn't couldn't recommend it enough to and, you know they've game. tried yeah. to do a reboot effectively a lot of times and it hasn't felt like a reboot it just yeah, feels like the next one yeah. um ruby and sapphire too was supposed to be like a reboot yeah um, yeah yeah another red and yeah, blue but i, I think mean, this is the best iteration of that this is actually distinctly different this is an evolution i also like i want to talk about nimona for a second because like i've always hated the i like this nice rival I love Nimona. She's not as good, maybe, as the rivals that are mean to you, but it's the first rival that is nice to you that make like that works for me. Also, she is going to give a lot of children. <laughs> okay, ignoring that. But uh, it, it's interesting because she is a champion, right? And she is basically watching you develop and like helping you become more powerful throughout the game, right? And I assume this results in some climactic battle at the end, right? I haven't got there yet, but like... And like, the scaling stuff that people complained about the game not having, Nimona actually does have. She, like, you battle her after gyms, yep. typically, and she, like, scales to how many right. badges you have. Yeah. And I think that's very cool. Yeah. And and that's her, like, that's even in-universe. She's saying, like, oh, you have this many badges, I should probably only use these exactly, Pokemon, yeah. you're not ready for, yeah, and, you know, my, and like, my, my headcanon of Pokemon gym leaders, like, in-universe is that they would do that too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you this is like you lived in like Fuchsia City and that's your first gym. Like Koga's not going to use his ace on you, right? But like obviously for the yeah. you know, the linear progression of a Pokémon game at that time, that's not what happened. Um and also for for people who maybe criticize the game to say, "Oh, you know, I don't know where to go. The like the scaling is weird. It's like I I there's a mechanic built in. They don't really throw it around very much. But if you go to a Pokemon Center and you say there's like a choice in the dialogue, like I don't know where to go, it will yeah. suggest something that's at your level, or at least rather the next like theoretical thing you're supposed to do in one of the three main stories. The map also tells you, at least for the first couple of gyms, I stopped looking at the map very early, but the first couple of gyms, it would say like, hey, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It gives a description or, and says like, this is one of the yeah. most challenging gym leaders or this is one of the, yeah, this is like a good entry point. Yeah. And, like, yeah, a lot of people are complaining about the level scale. They just don't read. Like, again, I got to bring up Elden Ring, which is a game that was as good as it was in large part because it didn't do level scaling. Yeah, there's like, some areas in the game where you should not be when you first set off, right? You could you could set yeah. your foot in there that's fine. if you're looking for, like, an insane challenge, but, like... Oh, I did. I caught, like, a level 50 uh, Scyther when my highest level Pokemon was level 30. Oh, man, yeah. And the, the game didn't stop me. But, like, and I, I didn't use it because, obviously, one, I don't think I could. I didn't have enough badges to control it. But it still let me catch it, which is nice. And I also, like, that would have made the game not very right, fun. Right, yeah. To True. just have a level 50 Steamroll everything. To clear everything out for me. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's also, it, I think in a game like Elden Ring or any of the Souls games, like you expect to lose, right? You expect to get wrecked by NPCs like all the time. But in Pokemon games, I think yeah. people have often gotten accustomed to just like playing through it and winning all the time. So like it stings more yes. when you lose a Pokemon yeah. battle. Which is why I was so shocked I didn't beat the Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in this game, they were much higher. Yeah, level if you than go into the wrong area and you're not prepared for a challenge, like you'll lose. And then you have to either try that again or go somewhere else. And like that's a very common like direction, like a, a way of like like shoehorning you into different areas of a game in like other open world games. But for whatever reason, people get upset in Pokemon when Pokemon does it. Yeah, but I, I think it works here I as do well too. as it does I in do those too. places. Like I think they're doing it right. And yeah. I do really like that. Like like you mentioned, right? Like the game kind of like shows you like, hey, you're not ready to be here. And like I've I've been caught unawares before, where like for example. When I was going to get the final Titan, right, like, I was in that Dragon Lake area. All these Pokemon were higher level than mine, fine, right? I, but I realized, like, hey, I'm not catching these things. I need to go back and prepare. So I went back, bought potions, bought revives, bought dive balls, right? A very specific tool to, like, tackle that area. And I came back, and I was able to manage it better. And I just really enjoyed that because it felt like I actually had to prepare for that specific, like, segment of my adventure. And this game does that, like, all the time, right? Like, it's yeah. like an adventure, right? It's open-ended. It doesn't... It's not linear like every other Pokemon game, right? It it requires preparation and exploration, right? And I... I those are some of my favorite things in video games, so I, I very much appreciate it. Yeah, this game, like, makes you try in a way that a lot of other main series Pokemon games really don't. Or at least well. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. It gives you the option to, instead of just doing everything neatly in order, you can go and like jump a few steps. Yeah, I saw. I saw so many people complaining that they like had to figure out where to go. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people don't. That was what I liked. A lot of people don't like like that. And I will say, like Ranga mentioned, right? You could very, you know, feasibly after every encounter, go to the Pokemon Center. Where do I go next? Right. So they have a linear path laid out for you if you want that. Right. But I will say, you're going to be missing out on like real fun gameplay if you do that yeah but if that is what you prefer that, that game, is an option but you can't you can't say you can't complain about not knowing where to go and then also claim to want an open world game i think those two things conflict with exactly, each other a lot yeah. i also i think that the game encourages in a way that i didn't expect you to play a hard version of the game because like the the proper gym order has you going like the proper as in I think the easiest is the gr- uh, bug gym then the second easiest is the grass gym they have you going in two opposite directions which I was just not going to do I went in one direction and I kept going until I couldn't go that way anymore and that gave me a challenge gym leader wise uh, whereas the proper way would be to ping pong I think I absolutely had an encounter where I was like I ran into this gym right like. And the Pokemon were like 10 levels higher than me. And I actually was challenged. Yeah. And it was a fun fight, right? And I beat that gym. That was my experience with the electric gym. I think that was my experience with the normal type gym. Oh, I love that. That guy was funny. Yeah. 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 That's one of my favorite characters. Right? Like, I went back and explored a little more, found another gym in which I was like 10 levels higher than everything. And I just obliterated it. I was like, this is really cool, right? Because I just happened to not find this one yet, right? Like, I, I love the open-ended nature of that. The gym challenges should go. I hated every single gym <sighs> yeah. challenge. That was just annoying. It also, like, kind of accentuated the Some of them were a lot the better than others. Like, the finding the sun floor is one. I was just like, please. Yeah, you know. sometimes they just feel like a no, song and yeah, dance. The game, 
The Sunflora one was bad because it was like, the game already runs bad. Now I have to put 10 Pokemon on my screen to make True. it run even worse. And like being in the towns, which is where the performance tended to be the worst anyway. I just didn't want to spend any time in the, the towns, ones, really. The Larry one was actually pretty good. Like, I liked finding like out, yeah, finding out the, the secret yeah. recipe or whatever. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah. There, there was one hint that really threw me off, the, the one about the ice cream stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have to like actually look at the menus. Yeah. Yeah, but for the most part... Yeah, for the most part, they're not they great. They were not. Yeah, but like... Especially the later ones. The later ones... Yeah, I think lazy. that's just like a Pokemon tradition at some point at this point, right? So I don't know if they're... Yeah. Maybe they could find a way to spin it in an interesting way. I also, I, maybe this comes up later than I am in the game, but something that Sword and Shield kind of got right that I wish this had had is that I love a Pokemon battle in front of an audience. Yes, That's so much. Like just the yeah, the giant was, scope is cool. And that just doesn't come that up. That was the highlight much. of Sword and Shield. The gym battles felt like freaking yeah. events, like sporting events, right? Yeah. Like you're in this giant stadium with like, thousands of people watching and cheering like it felt epic uh and the elite four yeah. was like that as well in the champion battle too in sword and shield so i didn't get that well <laughs> i don't know okay so maybe that fits a little bit more with like the school theme of the game i agree i think that the like i've seen i didn't play sword and shield but i saw like yeah. the, the the footage of gym battles and it's like the world cup yeah it was like right? an athletic whereas yes but but i think it should be true true in the game it doesn't it doesn't i don't need it to be the gym leaders but like i i would like it like you don't get to pick your arena for the online battles, for instance. That would be huge for me to just have a selection of arenas and some of them have like a huge audience yeah. or something. Well, I guess in in a sense, like when you're completing the gym challenges and then like taking on the Elite Four, like that's literally your homework. You know, like you're just going to school. Yeah, it's a personal uh, Yeah, yeah, it's not the game, World yeah. Cup, it's backyard soccer. And it's like you when you're fight when you're fighting the Elite Four, they're like your teachers at the school. Like uh that's a that's like a very, very, very small yeah. spoiler. But um it's like the, it's it's not a world shattering event just like the evil team isn't a world shattering event it's all scaled down for like an actual child yeah like the evil team are yeah. bullies at your school so yeah i by the way i know we talked about the evil team like storyline being a little bit weaker i will say it gets better once you like beat all the bases the bases are weak and like soup like they're so copy paste formulaic but like um, afterward, after you wrap up the first five, it, the storyline does get a little cooler. Like the cutscenes. I hear, I, yeah, I hear there's a twist okay. that's pretty good cool. that I haven't seen yet. So I'm excited for that. I'll probably see that tonight. So as far as the school content goes, like, is it actually good? Like, I, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. So right? like, I I've seen some people say online that it's like really good slice of life stuff. And I'm like, so my bar is like Persona 5, right? That's like the best slice of life content okay, ever made. Yeah, yeah I think right? you're going like, to set yourself up to be disappointed if you set the bar too high for it. But it's not yeah. worth skipping, I think. Um, you do get some nice rewards that are going to be good. And, and also you do get some nice information about stuff that you would probably miss um, in the world if you didn't go to class. So like, does uh, the game like ever direct you to go to class or do you, do you just like... No, you just have you to know. go do it. It tells you... you have oh yeah, it does them. say that, oh yeah, you have new, new classes. But like I just took my art final yesterday, <laughs> um, which is not a thing I would think I would say in Pokemon ever. But yeah, but really uh, you get like you get directions like in the classes like, oh yeah, if you want to go change your Pokemon's Terra type, you can go to XYZ location and do that. Um, right, yeah. Oh, that's valuable. I knew I knew about that already, but that's... I wonder if they tell you how to evolve some of the harder. Mm -hmm. I, I think they probably do because that's always been that's always been something that really annoys me in Pokemon is that there is knowledge that is just unattainable in the game. You basically need to 
talk to the community, which I think they want you to do. I mean, some of it is hidden behind like, a line of dialogue in this NPC in some remote town, right? Like, you, that's like having it at the yeah, but like some of it's like, trial and error too. Older Pokemon games, I yeah. really felt compelled to talk to everyone because, like, there were interesting little stories happening in the town. Some NPCs had interesting things to say. And I'd remember, like, I'd enter every little house and talk to everyone every time I played a Pokemon game. This game, not so much, right? Like, uh, maybe a little... Well, there's no a house little, right. yeah, can enter. A little bit of that has been lost, maybe. Maybe an area to improve in the sequel, but... Yeah, like, I, I do feel like, yeah, all the towns kind of feel samey to me. Like, there's no character no, to I, the yeah, town. I spend, well, I don't think that's fair. I think the aesthetically the towns are good. But you don't want to be there's there just nothing the, in them. the performance is at its And there's not as the much town. content in the buildings as there is in the outside world. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, yeah. I, it's not so much that I didn't want to be in the towns. It's that I wanted to be out yeah. in the wilderness catching no, Pokemon. The, 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 the map of this game, the, the, the world is very much one of the stars. It's just fun to explore. Yeah. There, there is like, in my experience, maybe this gets better in the post game or something. But I have found a couple of areas that are like... Like, I climbed up a mountain, I found this serene little lake at the top, and I'm thinking, like, man, in in Diamond or Pearl, like, Mesperit, Azelf, or uh, Uxie right, would be yeah. here, and there's not something here right now. Maybe in the post-game, I can't say yet whether or not that'll happen, but there have, like, I found empty little caverns. And I'm, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much yeah. about, about, since yeah. I'm starting to get to that post-game content, but... Um, yeah, so... If something is there in the post game, that will make me very happy because I will gladly re-explore every inch of this. Well, that's also world, something they talk inch, about in school. Funny enough, go to class, you delinquents. Um, really? They talk about <laughs> um, like some of like the geography of the region and like some of the the natural landmarks. Um, and that's something I'm not to yet in the post game. Like, I, I, really, what I'm at is the end game, not the post game, because um, once you yeah. complete all the three like major things, like the Titan, the Team Star, and the and the Gym Elite Four challenges then you get like the actual true ending which is like you going that's and, cool and doing stuff and it, another thing I, I don't think we've talked about is the professor and how you don't meet them in the game like for like the for the like right, majority yeah, of the main they're game. like busy in the in the crater right? yeah doing yeah yeah whatever they're doing mm-hmm. so so like you don't talk to them while you're getting the gym battles you they you don't get your pokemon from them you don't interact with them directly like you just sort of call them on your phone a little bit like whenever you 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 get like a Titan battle done, but um, right, yeah. like but like at the at the end game, like that that starts to play out a little bit more um, with the crater and stuff, which is like this big area of mystery. So obviously you're gonna go in there at some point, um, but it's 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 neat the the amount of restraint that they have with with those characters. I also like really like the idea of the crater, right? Like this mysterious thing at the center of the map that you don't get I to explore love- until the end, right? Like. This is like a super minor spoiler, but one of the Titans escaped from the crater, and uh, I thought that was really yeah. cool. Like a cool like teaser of the later right. like, of the game. The, the game definitely like foreshadows that like things are really kind of like mysterious and dangerous in the crater, and that really makes me want to like check it out. You know? Yeah, I saw some footage of the inside of the crater, very little, but I was watching a streamer, and I actually really like the way the inside That's of the crater awesome. looks. Yeah. I just got into the it's crater good. like this morning. Yeah, I'm very excited to see it. That's why I was wanting to beat the Pokemon League. And then I know that that's not how you get there. Or at least I don't think it is. But uh, 
I'm not ready for the fight that I have to do to get there. <laughs> I am not ready strong. either. Yeah, I tr- like I literally tr- that's the last thing I tried before I came here. And granted, remember I have five gym badges, so he just annihilated me. Yeah, he so, smoked you. Definitely yeah. not ready for that. But then, you know, yeah. that's another thing. The game's telling me like, hey, go like, do other stuff. If you really want to brute force this, maybe you can if you have enough revives yeah, or hyper potions and like stuff- set up your team right. Or you could like, come says, back later. Like, literally, you know? like I'm, I'm gonna battle you to test if you're ready yes. for this, right? And in any other Pokemon game, that's a joke. No, yeah, this was legit. <laughs> yeah. It's serious here. He's saying you're yeah. not ready. Yeah, you're not ready. No, for I this. love that. Like I, like there's consequence in this Pokemon game, which I don't think there was in like most other Pokemon games, right? Like there's like, yeah, like when the game says something, it means it, which is kind of like a weird thing to say, but like I really believe that to be the case, right? Like previous pokemon games like a lot of the dialogue was just fluff and you just went ahead and like steamrolled through it but like not the case in this one yeah god i want to yeah i want to play yeah i mean i'm probably gonna play it some more after i finish up here so have you guys done any multiplayer battling no we've done some i mean we've done some union stuff but yeah but the so the terror raid battles are fine they're exactly like the dynamax raids in uh oh yeah we did a couple of those but I actually oh yeah we never talked about like the like terrestrialization these. mechanic well yeah let me talk multiplayer a minute because i think they did a really good thing with this that i don't know that sword and shield did you can um register multiple teams i think you can have like five different teams cool. uh pre-made to use for yeah. battles and you can just use whatever your current team is as well and i think you can also if you're in a union circle you can borrow other people's teams. oh i didn't know you could do that that's cool I think I, if I understood the UI correctly, you could do that. And that is extremely interesting to me because uh, it's just a cool mechanic, like being able to uh, to swap out Pokemon or like see an interesting team you want to yeah. try out and try it. I think that's really fun. I've been having a lot of fun with the multiplayer battles. I, the multiplayer is a little clunky, but I was just shocked that the Union Circle lets you play the entire game. Like I was expecting an Animal Crossing style thing where like, We'd have to stay in the same area and like you could catch Pokemon, but you couldn't do story progress. Oh, no, yeah. You, you just do, get like notifications, right? Like when your friend catches something or evolves yeah. something, it's it's neat. Yeah, it's, it's just like playing fun. in a like a, like a chat party with somebody. The only thing I would change is like there's no voice chat in the game, which like is kind of weird considering Nintendo Online has like that on the app. Uh, at least I don't think there is. I guess I didn't check the app, but. I don't think there is. And then I also, uh, I wish I could walk up to somebody and press a button yeah. to initiate a battle. Yes, Currently, so like much so, yes. That, I, I'm, I was that shocked would be that that was not in the game. It feels like, like the most intuitive thing that yeah. you could do, right? Yeah. Or, or a yeah, trade. Exactly, yeah. Trade you like you that, click on something, little that. menu pops up, you can battle or trade right from there. That's Yeah, or like bare minimum, you click on thing, somebody. But it'd be such a huge quality of life bump. Or like yeah. bare minimum, you, you go up to somebody, click on them, and it opens up the Union Circle menu, so you can then do all those things from there. Yeah, yeah e- even that. I yeah. Also, there's a little bit of clunk. Like, you can't, like, if you have two people playing, a third person can't join. You yeah, yes. the yeah. That was annoying. Yeah. It, it's extremely forgivable when games like Animal Crossing were coming out only two years ago. On yeah, Nintendo I mean, like... And- got it got the multiplayer wrong not to be insulting or whatever but i i chalk these up to like nintendo isms right like things that seem like intuitive gimmies that nintendo just doesn't do for whatever reason whether the reason be technical yeah it it honestly is remarkable it works as it's remarkable it works as well as it does considering it's on the switch (laughs) 
And uh, I didn't notice multiplayer affecting performance at all, for what it's worth. Uh, not that the performance was great to begin with, but I, I didn't notice any reason not to play this game multiplayer the entire Yeah, I mean, like, if you I, I guess suggestions for improvement, right? Like, that that feature you suggested where you could trade or battle, obviously, that's a gimme. It'd be sick if you could actually see your friends, like, battling, too, right? You can. No, you can't. If you're standing close enough to them, yeah, you see, you see. Okay, we we definitely did not see. Yeah, them. in our experience, see, like, we just saw them like standing. Head. Yeah. Oh no! For me, I I walked over. I could see the wild Pokemon. I didn't see the flashier animations, but I could see oh. like them running at each other. I could tell what really. Yeah, some of the particles and stuff didn't no show. Way. Yeah, That's I, wild. I I could tell what was going on. I could tell I could tell what Pokemon my friend had out. That's so weird. I wonder why that was. Because like was every time we tried, like the other person. Oh, was this against a trainer or a wild Pokemon? Both, I think. Yeah, both. Okay, because again, th- this was against a wild Pokemon where I saw everything. Maybe because I was already close when the battle started. <laughs> Maybe, right. I like, don't know. Yeah, every time we tried, yeah. the other person would just stand there with like dots over their head. No, I, I, I could see what was going on because I, I tested that. I thought it was cool that it worked Interesting, that way. yeah. I, I have to take another look at that then. Yeah. Also, this is going to have ranked multiplayer. No way. Oh, really? that's awesome. Yeah, it's... It's not, yeah, it's called Stadium Battles. It's not in the game yet. Ranked multiplayer. Uh, if you click wow. on it, it's just a placeholder. Yeah, but it's going to have skill-based matchmaking, ranked multiplayer. You know, that that makes a lot of sense considering, you know, the biggest, like, the gimmick of this generation, the terrestrialization, which we haven't really talked about yet. Um, that adds, like, a lot of yeah. depth well, to I battle. Yeah, it. I also don't, because you don't really need it in the main story, and it's not always So, I, I have a question. It, it, does, if you terrestrialize to the same type, do you get additional, yes. like, stab bonus? Okay, good. Yeah, higher stab damage, but you lose your secondary yeah. type. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, so, the yeah, way, but you I, keep your original stab bonuses, too. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. in, I don't know. I think it's a neat idea on paper, but execution, it just doesn't seem that relevant to me. Maybe at higher levels of battle, it could be. I, I will say, being able to terrestrialize to grass as uh, my Meowskata or whatever. Meowskara? Meowskarata, yeah. Anyway, I, its name is... <laughs> but um, being able to terrestrialize to grass and get that huge stab damage on a move crits. that crits oh my gosh, every yeah. single and time already has, like, high that base kind attack, of speed. Yeah, yeah so even, even if it's not very effective, I am often getting, like a one hit KO from that. And that's that's huge. But then there's also you can change the Terra type. So I could like change my Terra type to water yeah. or something on him and yeah. you suddenly he can't be hit by um fire type. Uh, fire I think it'll anymore. be more of an impactful mechanic in a competitive sense. Once you have the ability once you have teams yeah. where every Pokemon has a Terra type that you chose yeah. on purpose um for like either an offensive yeah. or defensive reason. Uh, but now when you're just sort of playing through with like random Terra type normal Pokemon <laughs> that it's just like what like there's no point in terrestrializing. I'll also say some of some of the gym Terra types were yeah. really funny. Like the grass gym leader. This was in a trailer, so I don't feel bad for spoiling it. The grass gym leader throws out a Soto Wudo and terrestrializes it yeah. to the grass type. Yeah. That was, and that was no. I, was I mean, that, that's that. that's that was, kind of the gimmick of the gym leaders in this game, right? Like their last Pokemon or whatever yeah. is a Pokemon that is a different type from the type of the gym. Right, but, but like they, they terrestrialize it. it to to yeah, they turn it into like yeah, the proper type. The the electric gym had a Pokemon who had a it was like a fly it was flying or it was immune to ground type moves, I think. And that like threw me off a little bit because I'd been using ground type moves to sweep them. I guess they could have had like a magneton or something with a levitate, yeah. but 
the terrestrialization was a more interesting way to get that. But yeah, like when I look at terrestrialization and like compare it to the previous gimmicks, I don't know, like like the sword and shield gimmick of Dynamax was kind of stupid, but it, at least it looked it looked I hated cool. It. It did, yeah. Terrestrialization actually looks bad. Yeah, it, it actually I, makes the battles the, look worse. The, I, I think all of them are ugly. Yeah, so when, when the Pokemon terrestrializes, they, like, become c- covered in, like, crystal, and there's, like, this weird, like, they get design a weird based off the typing, right, like, on top of them, and it just looks kind of awkward. Yeah. But, um... It definitely... I mean, Mega Evolutions... They were the, the good ones. ones yeah, Mega good. Evolutions was the yeah. good game. Yeah, I think each I, I mechanic think. has been, like, sort of on a scale and, like, appeals to fans versus appeals to competitive. And... Dynamax this was one for com- will definitely yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, so like Dynamax was like cool for competitive because like any Pokemon could Dynamax, but it also looked really cool. This one is competitive heavy. Yeah. Um, for, whereas for Mega sure. Evolution w- was casual heavy, right? Megas were like I, not great for competitive. I, w- once I saw this, I was just going to be like, yeah, th- like this is going to open up levels in- on the competitive scene that are like that haven't been seen yet, right? Because like there's another layer of depth being added here, right? Or like not because normally when you have a bad type type matchup you have to switch pokemon which takes up a whole turn terrestrialization doesn't take up anything yeah and like it it, it further it layers into the, the mind games right because like i don't like you can't really tell right like what like what no, what no their terror type's gonna be so like that could be someone's like ace in the hole in like a high level competitive battle right like I don't know. I think I think yeah. it could be I think it could be neat at those high levels. But like for like regular people like us, it's fine. I don't know. Like I'm not like gushing over or anything. I think it's a neat like mechanical twist. Yeah. But- and like the AI doesn't really know how to do it very well. Like um obviously like the last gym leader always has a terrestrialized uh Pokemon that will change into whatever the gym type is. But like when you're fighting Nimona, yeah. like she always just ter- terrestrializes her Pokemon just sort of because um and never it's 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 always right. It's always her starter. Her starter. Yeah. She always, um, yeah. And so you can counter it. Like if you if you are already going to be super effective, you're now going to be much more. Actually, super I don't effective. think it works like that. So, I don't think it works defensively to increase your your damage. It does. It changes your type completely. No, but yeah. like, so if like if you're if you like if like you're um if you had like the fire starter that was already weak to fire damage, uh, already weak to water attacks, it, and you terrestrialize terrifier. Oh, it doesn't get I mean. more water. Yeah. No, yeah, but like if somebody sends out like. Uh, a normal type, and they like change it to a ghost type. It will take super effective damage right, yeah. from psychic. Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was a terrible example. That was one of some of the more complicated typings. But yeah, yeah. I, now you're giving me ideas. I might like change the terror type of my own alone to make it actually useful, right? Because like, yeah, I don't know. Like normal types, they're boring. I'm sorry to say, but I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> controversial take. Yeah, yeah I, I actually think it's controversial because normal types tend to have. That's true. Stats. That's what they make up they for. They do, have- but like, yeah. I don't know. And I have noticed, and I've said this before, like to privately, I guess, but like a lot of normal types in this game. A lot of like normal, t- mo- yeah, normal, normal secondary hybrids. typing as well. Yeah, which is an interesting choice. But for the most part, like design wise, I've been pretty pretty happy with the Pokemon. Right, like some of them are a little goofy, but like also. I kind of love the Spanish theming. Yeah, and everything. It's neat. Uh, yeah, Paldia is based it's on Spain. Cool. Some of the towns, only a few of the towns really bother to to do it, but the ones that do, I'm like, yeah, this is actually pretty. And sick. the Pokemon <laughs> are all Spanish too, like the Olive Pokemon, the Olive family. Yep, Olives. Yeah, the Olives. The uh, Fuego Coco definitely yeah. shows. Yeah, I like it. I like the game. I kind of want to play it right I now. Like it a lot. Yeah, maybe we should 
stop recording and go play it. I can't. I have to go cook Thanksgiving uh, yeah. dinner. Not to date this episode, too. I'm going to go play Pokemon. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess just final thoughts. But, like, I, I, I love this game. And it makes me really excited to see what's coming next. Because I think this is the first of this style of Pokemon game. Like, do you guys think we're going to get, like, a black and white remake in this style? Like, is that possible? Because they generally try I to do, so. like, the remakes in the style no, of, like, the current... I don't think they're doing the style anymore. I think we're going to get a lot more Brilliant Diamond. Yeah, okay, I really like, hope that's that not would the be case. Like, I mean, presumably, right, like, that would be a brand new game at that point, right? Like, if they did Black and White in the style yeah. of, like, Scarlet and Violet, that would be, like, yeah, that would just be a new game. So, because the design is just uh, I think the way too different. So... Because Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl was done by a different studio, and I think they're going to do the same. True, thing you're probably right. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, part of that is that um, yeah. you know they 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 stepped away from Mega Evolution because it was too complicated for the continuity, uh, and now they had like the regional gimmicks, right? So like you can only Dynamax yes. and Galar, you can only Terrestrialize and Paldea, you can only use your stupid TikTok dances in Alola. Um, oh, I forgot about those. I that that, yeah. that was unquestionably the worst one. The yeah, Z-moves? yeah, yeah. The Z-moves no one liked that. Worst. Yeah. They were just but boring, but like know? but but for that point because like what they had to create a whole other universe because of Mega Evolution and they don't want to do that anymore. So like yeah, yeah I think remakes might suffer um, just from now on because because like Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl felt so milk toast because it didn't have any of the fresh flair that you know like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire had. Okay. To be fair, though, the remakes have been bad for a long time. Like, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire were just objectively worse than Emerald. Like, I hated Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. You couldn't pay me to play that game again. It was so boring. I skipped him, so I can't really talk. But I, I remember I, I, not finishing them. I did like that I, there I, were Megas they're, there. They're terrible. I they, do remember HeartGold SoulSilver being the best remakes. They were great. HeartGold SoulSilver was the best remake. Pro- Before Scarlet and Violet, I would have told you, without a shadow of a doubt, HeartGold SoulSilver is the best Pokemon game. I don't know if I would say that anymore. It still might be, because it has yeah. more than 400 Pokemon. That's still kind of a problem. But I hate... <laughs> I hated the the Ruby and Sapphire remakes. They took out the Battle Tower. They just they just removed a bunch of stuff. They lazily like slapped all the legendaries into these weird portals in the sky. Like it, it just it's a bad video game. It's so boring to play through. And uh, you know the the too much water complaint. A little bit true. It definitely <laughs> it 3D exacerbated that issue. That. Have uh, you guys seen? There's like a there's like a fan made YouTube video of like Team Rocket doing a podcast where this is gonna get meta, um, but where um, where Jesse James and Meowth are talking about like all the different evil team leaders and like they they bring them all up in a row and then and then Meowth goes, well, I don't know if you want to rope Maxi in with those other guys. It's like maybe there is too much water, you know. And then and then he he basically goes in and say like goes like even more in on it like says like maxi did nothing wrong like i want to get rid of all the water i don't want to have to get my fur wet to go just to go to moss deep city um if i run into another wingle i'm gonna you know he just like really goes off the rails and then like team rockets podcast podcast uh no this is just like a like a two-minute youtube video but it's very funny i'll send it to discord but i yeah check out our discord (laughs) um but i just the the thing that yeah Omega Ruby off a of Sapphire it like took all the charm out I don't know how they managed to do like you're seeing this this region in 3D for the first time you're expecting like spectacle kind of 
and they actually managed to make it uglier than the 2D games on Game Boy Advance. Oh, were the 2D games were gorgeous, like, though. Like especially the GBA gorgeous, DS era. Like, like they were nailing it. Yeah, and like everything that made them good on the Game Boy Advance was gone on the 3DS. Like Mauville City was just like a cute little town. They literally turned it into a giant box. They they made it into the entire city as a mall in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and it's just a mm. big box on the map. It looks hideous. It's it's miserable to navigate around. Tree Fort City they ruined because it's like a 10 second cutscene every time you need to climb up a ladder. That's really annoying. I don't even remember Moss Deep, which is insane because Moss Deep was extremely memorable in the Game Boy Advance games. It was so cool to get into. Yeah, you just go hang out at NASA real quick. You're just a random 10 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Just- Did you guys know Mauville City was technically in uh, the Johto games? Because if you play a French copy of Pokemon Gold or Silver, Violet City is called Mauville City. Huh. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a, like a gimmicky yeah. little trivia thing, but it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, man. Like, I, I hope they... Uh, I mean, it, it is wishful thinking at this point that they will adopt the Violet Scarlet style for Black White Remake, but... I doubt it, yeah. It could happen. They might say, now nah, that's too happen. hard. Yeah. I just, I'm so mad that they don't put the Battle Frontier in anymore. I know that I'm not getting a Battle Frontier in Scarlet and Violet, and I'm at peace with that. I mean, they get a but pass for Scarlet and Violet because it. of all the new stuff. Yeah, I didn't but. need a Battle Frontier. Yeah, but not having it in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was just... Especially because that Battle because Frontier was so good. Yeah, that was the best... Yeah, It was the first yeah. one, wasn't it? That was like the best post-game yeah. content like in most that Pokemon games. Like, yeah. It was like hard. The islands and Leaf Green and Fire Red mm-hmm. as well, Extremely but like, Battle Frontier was up there for sure. And I'd play a Battle Frontier in Scarlet and Violet a lot yeah. <laughs> if it was there. But whatever. I'm, I'm not better. Yeah, Maybe I don't know. DLC. Like, I'd pay deal. I mean, I'd... none of us really know what the post game is yet. So we'll see, I guess. There might be something. Hopefully. Yeah. But uh, I guess, yeah. Any, any final thoughts on Scarlet and Violet? Big thumbs up despite all the issues with performance. Yeah. Like Second yeah. that. Yeah. Third that. All right, yep, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Ad Podcast Game Talk on Twitter. Please like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or any other podcast services you use. Click the link in the description of this podcast or join our Discord and talk to us there. Thank you, Connor and Branga. Yeah, see you guys next week. See you next time. Nice to meet you. Bye.